3: I, I like my, my stomach. (laughs) What the fuck? Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. We're the better football version of the Touchline Media Group. Yeah, at us. Well, we love you. You actually pay us some breakfast tacos. We love you, Touchline Media Group. Um, I'm your host, Asa, a.k.a. Twiggy. I'm with my erstwhile co-host and short birthday boy, Gregory, a.k.a. The Twig, a.k.a. Napoleon Greg, a.k.a.
1: Nope, nope, nope. try that one again. What was the second one you said? Stump? Did nope, I say twig? Not what you said. You called yourself, You called me
3: yourself. I mean, you know, man in the mirror, that whole thing. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Self-absorbed piece of shit. <laughs>
3: uh, we uh, we are joined today by our, our good friends, uh, Jonathan, our economic development consultant, and Nick the Greek. I don't think he's actually Greek. It's just a gambling thing. Um, and we are here to talk to you about the very, very important-
1: That nickname wasn't- problematic when we call Jimmy it. Let's, let's repurpose it for Nick.
3: Right? <laughs> is it better because it's not factually accurate? I think it's more like The Wire where it was like, of course, he is not even Greek. I think Jimmy was. No, I'm talking about in, in The Wire season two, which people definitely oh, yeah, definitely yeah. enjoyed. Nick, did you watch The Wire? Oh, yeah. I've seen The Wire multiple times. So you're good with being Nick the Greek who is not actually Greek?
0: Well, Nick the Greek isn't from the wire it's it's the, the guy in the wire they just called him the greek
3: right but i mean like, yeah. like that's your
1: that's your <laughs> su- suffix you have to use your full title though yeah the it's the greek from the wire first of his name
0: <laughs> well we already we already started the wire season two uh references with uh mike white
1: that's
3: true white, this white mike this is a the wire season two podcast why would we talk about the good seasons <laughs> when we can talk about a fucking port? Which brings us back to Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the Port of Baltimore?
2: Baltimore. Uh, it's one of um, America's oldest deepwater ports. It's a strategic location near the Appalachian Trail. Obviously, less relevant than it once was. Now, the Port of Baltimore is mainly just Amazon warehouses. No. that got
3: sadder than, than <laughs> i wanted I uh especially since the entire premise of the se- second season of the wire was that it was a um union gig and probably if they're amazon warehouses i think that it's it's pretty unlikely that those are union jobs I
1: think it's pretty safe <laughs> to assume it's not union
2: <laughs> compared to a Bethlehem steel mill
3: yeah Uh, so, uh, speaking of things that are outdated in their knowledge, we're going to talk about the bowl games, uh, with a group of people who, um, don't really know about a lot of schools. So everybody here, this is going to be the, the, the explanation of what we're doing here.
1: Hey, 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 we have a lot of knowledge about all of these schools. Most of it is just circa 2009.
3: I would, yeah, I would say a lot of it ended in 2014. There was news today. We're recording on the 9th that EA will be bringing their college football video game back in 2023, which means that I will know a lot about Fresno State uh, in 2024. But um, as of today, I know nothing about Fresno State beyond David Carr and Lane is Kiffin. It still, is it still,
1: yeah, I was say, is it still a kosher to take uh, video game release dates
2: off work?
3: Yes, absolutely. From-
2: Absolutely. Yeah, no bosses, no
3: Kings.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think I can put that on a schedule two years in advance?
3: <laughs> it's like, Hey guys, uh, I'm going to need to take this random Tuesday in July off. Why are you, is, is it a birthday? Yeah. Yeah. It's a birthday. Don't call me. My phone hey, will be on. It's, it's NCA football's birthday. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to go through and I'm going to, we're, we're going to go round table discussion. Okay. And we're going to give people who'd bet on. We have the 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 lines in front of us. We're using, um, I don't know, DraftKings. Is that good? Everybody
1: the lines. Com, so Yeah, but
3: they have like a ton of different... You know what? You didn't even look at it. Um, like, I'm, I'm looking right at it. Do you see Draft that they have Kings, multiple lines?
1: DraftKings, Caesars, FanDuel, BetMGM,
3: PointsBet, BetRivers, and
1: Sports Illustrated for some reason.
3: Huh, interesting. Anyways, so we're going to go each game. Um, we're going to say where it is. It's going to have a stadium name. If you've never heard of that stadium, you get to guess where it is. I've never heard of the first stadium um, or the second one. Nope. The first one either. Uh, and we're not going to say the name of the bowl game because those games are branded into nothingness and I don't care. So like, if you want to, if you want to tell me that the, uh, the Northern Illinois course, Coastal Carolina game is the, I don't know, the uh, Jonathan's map bowl, fine. Don't care. Um, because branded uh, bowl games are dumb. Anyways, so we're going to start first with Middle Tennessee State versus Toledo, the Toledo Rockets. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, The line is Toledo minus 10.
0: So Toledo uh, produced uh, Michael Roberts. He was a tight end (laughs) drafted by the Lions a few years ago. And um, the Lions actually selected him ahead of George Kittle might have heard of him, had over 40 fantasy points this past weekend. Right. So, um, you know, so we're, we're going for the other side here. We're, we're not on Toledo.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And you're getting 10 points, which is, which is always helpful. Jonathan, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, you know, uh, Toledo making their way down to the Bahamas, uh, you got to think a uh, few few schools will be as excited uh, to get the hell out of uh, their college <laughs> campus for the winter. Um, I think I think they're gonna uh, be a little lack of days uh, uh, going down to the Bahamas It's, it's a little hard to uh, uh, stay say composed unless you're planning on playing, uh three days and three day, uh, three games and three days I think just like you know practicing for two weeks for just one game uh, your headspace may not be there so I, I, I'm gonna take the points I, I like middle Tennessee State uh, kind of a computer school but starting to grow into its own with a research portfolio so um, I think, uh, I, I, I think that'll be a good
3: pick. I, I don't see. I don't think uh, Toledo's gonna uh, show up in the way we're gonna want to. So uh, to, um, Toledo, before,
0: yeah, before, yeah. Go ahead Nick. before Greg goes. Yeah, before Greg goes. Um, I know we're not talking about the sponsors, but is the is the uh, Bahama Bowl still sponsored by Popeyes? Uh, we can mention them.
3: Yeah, we can totally mention them. Uh, we got added today because we said something about Popeyes recently, and I don't remember what. <laughs> The
1: thing is, I thought we were being positive about it. We said like Popeyes, or at least I said Popeyes provides a good alternative to Chick Fil A because it's a better chicken sandwich and less homophobia.
3: Less, I think what we said was less obvious homophobia.
1: I said less homophobia. You said I don't know. It's from Louisiana. There's some people up near the top.
3: Oh, that's that's (laughs) why we got added. That makes sense. If
1: you're gonna at people, at Diamonds Esq.
3: So um, I'm going to say, uh, recently Michigan State basketball played Toledo. Um, it, was a, it was a good game. Michigan State got out to a huge lead. Couldn't, couldn't put them away in the way that I would have liked, uh, which is becoming a disturbing trend for our basketball team this year. Uh, but, um, you know, I liked their fight. I liked, I liked what they were coming with. I, I think that they had a lot of heart, a lot of grit. And um, the Toledo Rockets in one of those video games had an unreal running back. Uh, and I don't remember which one. But um, I, I do appreciate that out of Toledo, and they are physically closer to where I grew up. So I'm, I'm going to take Toledo. Uh, Mine's 10. I, I, I like what they're doing here. I believe
2: it's Chester Taylor.
3: Chester awesome. Taylor is the correct answer there. Uh, Nick, do you remember Chester Taylor? I don't know if he did anything in the pros. Not really. okay so the next game we have here is uh between a conference champion and a team that is chickens so was
1: was it wait was it chester taylor or was it kareem hunt
3: it was kareem hunt yeah there you go there you go it was kareem hunt um but i like to avoid talking about kareem hunt whenever possible because it makes me feel bad uh decision yeah so uh we've got the next game we've got, it's also on December 17th, and happening at Exploria Stadium, which sounds made up. Um, and we've got Coastal Carolina, the fancy chickens, versus the Northern Illinois um eternally the best team in the Mac dogs. Uh, Greg, what what are you thinking with
1: this one? War chickens. War chickens? War chickens all day. I've watched Rocky Lombardi play a lot of football. I've watched several war chickens games. I like 10 and a half and I don't think that's enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: I, uh, I disagree. Um, I, I think, uh, I've read the one article uh, about Northern Illinois that, that came across my feed this week. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm taking Rocky, uh, uh how can you how can you vote against rocky at this point i've watched rocky lombardi
1: play good football against exactly one program
2: and
3: what he had he has three notable wins in his career
1: and well that's not the good
3: joke fuck you
1: it wasn't coastal carolina fuck you it was michigan (laughs) uh
3: yes but he's notable for winning games uh winning games against uh schools that have blue in their logo um And Rocky Lombardi, uh, I got to tell you, when he plays, I just, I think he gives the team a chance to win. Now, he also gives them a chance to lose. And Coastal Carolina's quarterback, I think, or they have a player. I think it's their quarterback, but I'm not certain. He has the the last name, Likely. And the amount of puns that you can make out of Likely is just, just innumerable.
1: Yeah. That kid's got to go. That kid's got go to go the pros. It's the tight end. Isaiah likely Isaiah, we're pulling for you just because you open up so many pawn possibilities for the next decade that you need to make an NFL roster.
3: Yeah. I mean, if we, if we can have a game in which you swing a fantasy result, like. There are so many likely jokes. I mean, we're likely just, to make them.
0: Just <laughs> think of the fantasy team names.
3: Oh, the fantasy team names. I mean. You can combine <coughs> them with anybody. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. Likely Big Ben's last year. Boom. Right there.
1: Oh, their quarterback is still Grayson McCall. How is that
3: possible?
1: He's Because he's a redshirt sophomore and COVID.
3: Right. Right. Okay. Um, on to the next one. Okay, uh, hey, wait a minute. Oh, Nick. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me go on this. So I'm doing my research
0: over here. Um, nor- uh, Northern Illinois is Kenny Galladay's school. Ooh. Really? Do you, do you not remember that? Yes, Kenny Galladay, third-round pick from Northern Illinois. Um, Absolutely. But then, but then also getting putting my hand in the dirt over here. <laughs> Coastal Carolina University alumni includes Mike Tolbert. Oh, yeah! Anyone want to remember some guys? Yeah, Cam I remember
3: Newton. some guys. Cam
0: Newton is once again the Carolina Panthers quarterback. Unfortunately, he does not have Mike Tolbert, Jonathan Stewart, and D'Angelo Williams behind him. What a backfield that was. Yeah. Coastal we, Carolina Can we, points.
3: Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that, that they didn't run a full house backfield with um, Cam Newton, Mike Tolbert, Jonathan Stewart, and D'Angelo Williams? That's just really a, should have done it every play.
2: Yeah. That's a 1,000 pounds of backfield. Like, we're all of them all over <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. I felt like there was always at least one of them who was who was questionable for the week.
3: Jonathan Stewart was eternally questionable. Like, That's why I think D'Angelo Williams. Um, and we'll talk extensively about uh, both of those players when we get to the schools that they're from, and I happen to know for both, uh, I think. D'Angelo Williams uh, went to Memphis, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, Mem- yeah. Memphis, yeah. Um, okay, on to the next one. We have uh, another... Uh, Matchup of, of, I would say, podcast favorites. Um, we've got the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, um, whom we love because they throw the ball 80 times a game and they simply got their offense from uh, the FCS. Like they just simply went, took an offensive coordinator, a quarterback, and two wide receivers from the best offense in FCS, just brought them up, which I love as a uh, aficionado of the transfer portal. Um, and Appalachian State, who uh, did some things once. Shout out Armandi Edwards. He friended everybody on Facebook <laughs> that day. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, um, let's, let's start with you, then, uh, then we'll go clockwise on my screen. I don't know if, if it's the same on everybody's screen.
2: You know, I, I did get to watch Western Kentucky play against uh, the Michigan State Spartans this year. Um, and they were, um, they were one of a handful of teams to throw for about 500 yards <laughs> and touchdowns um, against them. Um and and honestly they should have won and and I actually got a chance to watch uh, Appalachian State earlier this year too because they they played Miami the week before Michigan State did and they they played them very close so I think this is gonna be a, a good game uh, a fun game uh it looks like they're playing in Boca uh anything could happen in
3: Boca um what happens and, in Boca. Uh, what happens in Boca? Um, what happens in Boca? Nobody remembers. <laughs> where brunch starts at 9 a.m. <laughs> you know, I, I like I like uh,
2: Western Kentucky in this game. Uh, I think I think that that is going to be the the type of offense that you. It's just the one you don't want to play in the bowl game. Uh, you're thinking about you're thinking about doing anything other than just like running against these dudes doing fly uh, fireouts down the field the bowl game. Uh, I think it's
3: going to be just a difficult matchup, um, even with uh, and, I, and I like the points, so I'll take Western Kentucky and the points. Yeah, Nick, what,
0: what, what do you got on this game? Um, so, I'm heartbroken once I've found out that uh, who of the alumni for Appalachian State are here. Darrington Evans. Ooh. Oh, what we could have had this year, Darrington He would have only stayed healthy when Derrick Henry got hurt.
3: (laughs) Instead, we're out here with Jeremy McNichols.
0: Yeah, instead, I I have have no guarantee to these best ball shares to keep me warm this winter. (laughs) Um, um, But in the fifth round of the 2018 NFL draft, the Dallas Cowboys selected Mike White from the University of Western Kentucky. So, got (laughs) to take them.
3: All right. So... um... So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Western Kentucky because I watched them play an entire game and I didn't watch Appalachian State, even though Appalachian State is responsible for uh, the time that friend of the pod, Reed Siegel, stopped talking to me for three weeks. Uh, straight up did not talk to me for three weeks because I texted him as the uh, as that kick was locked <laughs> and I was like, hey, Reed, how's your afternoon? And then he didn't talk to me for three weeks. Um,
1: didn't, didn't we see it? Weren't we staying with him like four
3: weeks? Yeah. <laughs> three weekends later, yes, he st- he said <laughs> hi to me when I was staying on his couch. um i don't I guess I confirmed that we had
1: some place to sleep I don't <laughs> um, you know zap Zappy can uh break burrow's record for most touchdown passes of season. How many does he need?
2: He needs like an average game for him, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he needs four to tie, five to win or five to break it he did He's done four in six straight games. Do you know what the yard
2: says? That he needs? I don't know about yards. I think it's only like 350 yards or something. Yeah, only.
3: I, I love the Western Kentucky offense because we're saying only he only needs 350 and four touchdowns. And you're like, okay, <laughs> five touchdowns.
1: Uh, well, here's the even funnier part. Uh, Appalachian State is one of the better, I guess, defenders against quarterbacks. They've been holding quarterbacks to an average of 115 pass rating for, for the game which is the 15th best nationally. Think about that for a second. We are, truly in the, we are truly
3: in the age of the quarterback. I mean, we're in the age of, of this is like, it, it's like, you know, when like somebody comes to a game like, like Monopoly and they're like, Oh, this is actually how you win Monopoly. And like, they actually like use the rules to their advantage. And you're like, Oh, you're just like a lawful evil person. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I I use that pun or I use that, that square uh, consciously because the person who decided to be as lawful evil to college football as possible is it's Mike Leach. Like Mike Leach came in there with like the bumbling evil sheriff who was like, what if you just threw the ball 60 times a game? (laughs) And then you had smart people like, wait a minute. What if you threw the ball 60 times a game? (laughs) Uh, More than four different plays. (laughs) Um, so because this is a professional podcast, we're going to, uh, we'll switch up the cadence a little bit because this is not going as quickly as I thought it would. And you all don't want to listen to us talk about things we don't know about for three hours at once. So, uh, Greg, you get the entirety of the eight 15 kick game, Texas, El Paso, Fresno state. What do you got?
1: Yes. Love it. Uh, Fresno state take, take 11 points. Uh, because the only thing I know is that Fresno state likes to throw the ball a lot and uh, Texas El Paso is basically Mexico.
3: Fair. Are are you at all concerned about the fact that Fresno state does not have a coach and Texas El Paso went 12 and one. Forgot about Texas El Paso went seven and five dumbass. What year are you looking at? (laughs) what are you looking at oh I'm, I I confused them with Texas San Antonio that's an entirely different school never mind. Uh, the fact that they do not have a coach does
1: concern me but again this is one of those teams that just throws 60 times a game right I'll take the I'll take the chuckers
3: I'm pretty sure their quarterback just transferred with their coach to Washington uh, fuck me. <laughs> so uh Nick sure' did. sure did. <laughs> I this is, don't don't take my gambling advice. <laughs> Nick, you've got UAB, a school that didn't have a football team uh, pretty recently, and BYU, a team that's, uh doesn't have a conference. What do you like? This is in the Independence Bowl, I guess. I, I think that's in Nashville.
1: No, that's Shreveport.
3: Shreveport, Louisiana, which is not at all near Nashville.
1: Uh-huh.
3: But it is near Alabama, I think. So, Nick, what do you got for BYU and UAB now? All right, cool. Other
1: side of the state. Well,
0: well there's a lot of –
3: there's a lot of – NFL players that have
0: gone to BYU I mean that's everybody knows this
1: yeah it's pretty easy um, to break it in the league when you're four years older than everybody else right that's the thing is you get
0: back from a mission and you're like 28 right that's yeah. why uh T- Taysom Hill is almost 40 a lot of people the media won't talk <laughs> about this but um uh, the Lions currently have Jamal Williams and he went to BYU. They previously had both Kyle Van Noy,
2: uh, Ezekiel Ansah, anybody else? First stage was a Lion. Who? Ty Detmer was a Lion. For Ty
0: a lion. Detmer was definitely a Lion. Great goal. Ooh, I think that was, wasn't he a Lion when he threw the record for interceptions in the game. I was going to say, was he a Lion? Yeah, seven interceptions for <laughs> Ty Detmer? You got of love
3: it got to love it. Uh so so Nick you're going with uh BYU and 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 seven points.
0: Yeah, we'll Three go seven?
2: with BYU here.
3: Um all right. So uh I'm going to take this one because I uh
1: you should be in the Rose Bowl. I don't see any reason that they should not because yes, they should.
3: They should No, they absolutely should. They beat five they went 5 and 0 against the Pac12. There's yeah. no reason that they they should BYU
1: be. should be in the Rose Bowl and they're getting eight and 4 UAB and with a touchdown, I would I, I would take BYU.
3: I'm on December eighteenth in Louisiana.
1: Uh well you have to do it before Christmas because you know they're all, <laughs> all the they've wives. got stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They, stuff got got stuff. they have wives multiple and families to be with. Um, sorry, BYU. Uh so from what one... holy crap, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. I'm stopping the show. Dennis Pitta went to BYU. Okay, oh, that seals it.
1: <laughs> I thought he was gonna say, wait, I'm stopping the show. BYU or Mormons? <laughs> um, Do you so, guys not
0: remember Dennis Pitta? Of course. Of course still, I'm still recovering from him being out for the season that one year, like in training camp.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one was rough. <laughs> <laughs> that one was rough. Um, the, uh, so I'm, I'm going to handle the next game because um, I, 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 I want to shield our guests from liability from a fairly litigious place. Uh, and the next game is, of course, uh, our Eastern Michigan Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, against go the birds. – Go Birds. Uh, against go the – Go Birds. The Liberty Flames. So, uh, Liberty getting – uh, Giving eight and a half. Um, and, you know, you're going to want to watch this game. Um, they're going to be playing. You are going to want to watch from maybe a corner – um, while other people are doing things, uh, you know, uh, who knows what could happen? Uh, maybe, maybe uh, multiple men will be involved. I think so. And you'll be off in the corner watching uh, Jerry Falwell. Um, notable in this game is that uh, Liberty has a quarterback who's probably going to go number one overall to a very, very sad franchise. Um, hi, everybody. It's Lions Twitter. Are time. you
0: insane? There's no way oh they're taking a the quarterback. What?
3: <laughs>
1: You said yesterday that they're going to take either Hutchinson or Thibodeau, and Thibodeau. now you're trying oh, to. All,
0: they haven't even scouted Hutchinson. They're taking Thibodeau. Thibodeau has his own cryptocurrency.
1: He does. He's also the correct choice, which is why I assume they're taking Aiden Hutchinson. It does seem like a Lions thing to do. Um, the Lions, the Lions didn't even watch the
0: Ohio State game. The, the Lions stopped scouting players after uh, uh, Thibodeau had a big game against UCLA or whoever it was.
3: Like time, just but, shut it down.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, why do you need to keep scouting people? Guy had four sacks.
3: Yeah, he's he's good at what he does. Um, but do you know who else is good at what they do? The Eastern Michigan Eagles. Uh, they play on a, on a gray concrete field, which is uh, uh, appropriate for Ypsilanti, Michigan. And therefore, I think they've got grit. I think they've got toughness. They play on concrete. There was that one time that they tried to like take a sledgehammer to a wall. And it took like 17 swings because they didn't pre-break it. And then the player in question got hurt with a shoulder injury. I don't know how much of this actually happened. I remember some of it. it. might've been a dream. The point is Eastern Michigan Eagles plus eight and a half. Book it. Jonathan, what do you got to say about Utah State and Oregon State?
2: Uh, Utah State and versus Oregon State. Um, that's going to be a classic matchup. Um, at SoFi Stadium. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we're all excited that Los Angeles is be <laughs> that bowl game this year. Um, uh,
3: that bowl game is brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel.
2: Uh, good. John, what,
0: what would you rather go to? Uh, the Utah State, Oregon State game
2: at SoFi, or the, you know, the Super Bowl is going to also be at SoFi? You know, uh, that's a really good question. Um, I'll actually be in L.A. for this game. <laughs> I'm not realizing that. <laughs> And so the, from a logistics standpoint, <laughs> man, it's <that's laughs> much better than that. That's pretty... How can you say no? Yeah, wow. wait, we, can, <laughs> we can express those but, Well, I would love to go to the Super Bowl. That's going to be this whole big thing. I'll need, like, a hotel room. I'll need, you know, fly back. Spirit's, like, the only one doing non-stops now. And, um, yeah, so I, I think the obvious answer is um, i got to go. See this Utah State, or <laughs> <laughs> I mean Utah State. I mean Logan, Utah doesn't get any better than than that. Um, we're talking uh, space dynamics lab. <laughs> <laughs> we got Oregon State, and holy cow, so those microelectronics capabilities are out there, Corvallis. <laughs> um, from a remembering some or- guys standpoint, though, I, you got to give this to Oregon State. Uh, Steven Jackson is an all-timer, um, NCAA football running back. Um, truly, truly, when the HB slam was an unstoppable move, uh, you you had uh, you had you had just sheer power running up the middle there. Um, so I, I'm going to take Oregon State in the points and the tickets to the Super Bowl to sell at least <laughs> um
0: plus, and, plus jamar jefferson is a lion right now he's alma the matter of oregon state
3: and uh there was that time that they had Jaquiz rogers and his brother whose name i think is like james i think it was james rogers and that was fun those were those were fun teams uh and plus they have silly uniforms and their nickname is the beavers um but uh speaking of of things that you can sell for a significant amount of money like super bowl tickets Shut up, Stumpy. That was good. Go ahead. You've got Louisiana Lafayette and Marshall. Of course I do. Uh, well,
1: I've been told that I'm supposed to remember Marshall. Um, thankfully, thankfully I do, but that's about as far as we got. The only thing I really know about this is that this time I'm, I know that Louisiana Lafayette's coach bolted for a different job. Uh, that having been said, I like Louisiana more than West Virginia, Louisiana.
3: Mountain mama, take me home country roads. uh, Not as good as no limit studios. Gumbo. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Nick, we've got a a battle for, uh, I don't know. Oklahoma versus Virginia, I guess. Old Dominion versus Tulsa at eight 30 in the morning. My time on a Monday. What, what do you got? (laughs)
2: 15. Well, Old
0: Dominion is famously uh, Justin Verlander's alma mater.
3: That's
2: so true. You can go there.
3: And they're getting nine and a half.
1: They're also
2: yeah. yeah. Weavers alma mater. Ooh, I Ooh, like that one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Tulsa.
0: Go ahead, Nick. Tulsa has uh, Gus Farat. Ooh. Uh this is a lesser known one. Remember Charles Clay? Yep. Tight end for the Dolphins? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It,
3: why do I associate him with the Bills? He was also on the Bills. It's true. Good. Good. All right. <laughs> um, so th- <laughs> this is the only game happening on that Monday, um, which I find very funny. Like the two pieces of media you can consume on this Monday is Monday night football, which I don't know who's playing that night, but probably a good game. Uh, or Old Dominion versus Tulsa Old Dominion mostly known for being Justin Verlander's alma mater Um, he plays baseball all right well
0: now I'm looking at the Old Dominion (laughs) to see if there's any NFL guys they've had two players draft oh my god this is great they've had two players drafted and one of them was drafted by the Lions always Travis Fulgham
1: Great.
3: Ooh.
0: Were you, were you guys alive for Travis Fulgham season?
3: Oh man. I, I feel like I've aged. I've aged so many years since that time that Travis Fulgham had the like hottest eight games ever. And then went away. It,
0: it was the thing about it. It wasn't even eight games. It was literally like four games with the Eagles <laughs> last year, two years ago, whenever that was. Yeah.
3: I I remember like, like those, those stats. on. I want to say it was like Fox or whatever. It was like Travis Fulgham. As as is doing things that nobody has done since Randy Moss, and like the obvious response was like, "Are you are you comparing Travis Wellem to Randy Moss?"
0: <laughs> he had like three good games, and then Greg Ward Jr. outplayed him the whole rest of the season. It was crazy. Uh,
3: Greg Ward Jr. memorably uh, was a quarterback at the time. Yes. You missed, you missed
2: uh, a prominent old old Dominion alum who's an NFL starting quarterback. Who's that? Uh, Taylor Heineke oh uh, uh, was you're, he, you're was, he, he was not he was uh, from the free agent list every single week he's <laughs> not gonna get you those 15 8.8 uh points that game but uh he's available you know, I, for you. You know
0: why i missed him on the alumni uh list because he was not drafted so that's why yeah. he's not on it the, the list is only for drafted players well, he's he
3: and, and like, and, and that's the proper place to find Tyler Heineke. It's like, nobody's going to draft him in a fantasy football draft, but suddenly it's week 11 Baker Mayfield sucks and you're out of options. And suddenly Tyler Heineke is looking real good for that. Like Jonathan said, you think it's going to be 15.8. It's not, it's going to be 9.7 and you're going to lose.
0: I'm so happy with exactly how good Taylor Heineke is in the NFL. <laughs> He's like, if he was like, just a little bit better you would read articles about how he should start but he's not so you don't
3: (laughs) (laughs) like we don't have to have those conversations and it's great um so uh so now we're on to uh uh my my game we have wyoming versus kent state um and this is a tough one because uh wyoming josh allen i think unless he went to idaho but i think wyoming no Um, you're right yeah. So Josh Allen, uh, notably bad in, co- in college, notably bad every year, except for last year. And uh, I guess fine this year, but Kent state, and this is why I'm going to go with Kent state plus three. Kent state is the alma mater of Nick Saban. And so if you're going to give me Nick Saban and Antonio Gates, who also went to Kent state, these are two guys who were at Michigan state and then left for some reason or another, not bitter about either of them. Antonio Gates' son likely enrolling at Michigan State next year. Uh Nick Saban does not have a son. He has a daughter. You should look her up. There are a lot of very funny stories about her. Um, but Kent State plus three seems uh seems safe to me. Uh now we're on to the meat beeps versus the uh fighting Brady hoax. Jonathan, who do you got here? Oh sorry, is that um Texas San Antonio
2: versus San Diego City?
3: Yes, that, that is that game.
2: I got it. you got it. I'm, i am got it. <laughs> So let me uh, start by saying that uh, uh, this this is uh, essentially the official bowl game of the pod. Uh, I believe it is the only, uh, not the only game, because there are a handful of games in Frisco, Texas this year, uh, but it is played in a soccer-specific stadium, slash uh, Toyota Stadium is also used for big-time high school football games. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just very on-brand, uh, really exciting stuff. Uh, I love this Roadrunner team. Um, I gotta say though, I I um uh University of Texas San Antonio is actually kind of similar to Old Dominion in a lot of ways as far as their trajectory and where they've gone. But oh, that's a fun team. Um they are uh it uh, it shows their success shows just how how much deeper the talent pool in the state of Texas is than than every other state. That that another eleven win team is able to just kind of come out of nowhere uh, and, and be that successful is um, pretty remarkable. And so, yeah, I'm, uh, I think um, of the first go bowl games, that's going to be the more exciting one. Um, and, uh, and I like I like UTSA in it. Um, I guess uh, we didn't do uh, the remembering from guys elements of it. Um, so oh, I, I, got, San, I got you. Yeah, I know San Diego State um, had um uh, was it Philip Lindsay uh, who who made some appearances in, in the NFL for a little while? Um, and of course, um, uh, we get we get to see some big fucking punts there. For that yeah, game. we do. Um, so uh, I think that's going to be probably the the player drafted uh, who will be the most excited, uh, Rashad Penny, uh, who is uh, most famous in my world because I uh, accidentally uh, spent um, $60 on waivers for him instead of 6 <laughs> he, <drunk> waiver wiring. <laughs> so yeah, no, UCSA is, is an obvious one for me.
3: Okay. Uh, all right, Greg, you're, uh, you've got the first triple team here, Missouri, SEC school from a state that is not in the union and army. So the United States military versus the state of Missouri, who do you got?
1: Well, as you just mentioned, uh, I do not recognize the state of Missouri. So if you are from a place that does not exist, you therefore cannot exist. Army the three and a half points.
3: Yeah, cool. Good. <laughs> Nick, what, what are your thoughts on North Texas versus Miami of Ohio? Again, at Toyota Stadium, um, which is, as uh, Jonathan noted, the soccer stadium in Frisco, Texas.
2: They got multiple bowl games? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, that's... Um,
0: <clears throat> um, yeah, not a lot of alumni
3: that I'm familiar with. Do you want me to give you the, the most famous... For North uh,
0: Texas. Who was the
3: yeah. other team? Uh, Miami of Ohio, which has a ton. Oh, Miami, Ohio. Yeah. The most um, famous North Texas is uh, Stone Cold. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin went to North Texas. Also, um... Laura Jane Grace uh, from uh, Against Me um, went to North Texas. Uh, there's a song, there's multiple songs about Denton, Texas, um, and how uh, it's basically Austin, but with wind. Um, and uh, yeah, there's there's a, a surprising amount of stuff that comes out of uh, Denton, Texas. But uh, Nick, Miami of Ohio has a lot more guys to remember. So let's remember them real quick.
0: Um, so obviously Roethlisberger... Is the big one? I know that's a question that used to go around. There's, uh, what was it? The four colleges that have had um, a Super Bowl winning quarterback and um, a president of the United States. Yep. Yeah. And Benjamin Harrison went to Miami, Ohio. So um, you have that. It's it's one of the four, and then. <laughs> Yeah, that's.
3: I, I think that that's about all that's there's to pretty say. Pretty
0: much it. I mean, like, I don't <laughs> remember any of these other guys really. There was one for. Um,
2: for... I always remember Miami of Ohio as as the landing spot for Quincy Landingham, the uh, the only player that. Oh made... my god! <laughs> <laughs> to, to a D one school.
3: Uh, Bloomfield Hills own Quincy Landingham. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so I, I guess we're going with Miami of Ohio because Ben Roethlisberger probably is more successful than Stone Cold.
2: Depends
3: on what you're talking about.
2: Tough, tough, tough scene for Stone Cold. If we're here. basing it off of the old NCAA games, I do remember, I want to say it was NCAA 06 where uh, the, uh, the original Impact Player one where they had two Impact Player running backs. Which was not extremely useful because one would always get furious that they were never, they weren't playing, but, um,
3: yeah. Um, so the next game is mine. Uh, but before we do that, um, what I really want to focus on here is this ad, which brings us to, I think the marquee game of, part one of this session so obviously we're not going to go through 42 bowl bowl games at once that would be insane and really really poor planning on whoever was in charge of planning such things um i
1: thought of that beforehand
3: yeah i mean we read some
1: notes about the show
3: yeah i mean if there were show notes and somebody had said like uh what we're going to do for the next three months he probably would have thought through how long it would take to get through 42 freaking bowl games uh and because he did that's why we're getting to uh, the end of the the slate that we're talking about. This is probably the, the jewel of um, the first half, which are games up to and including Christmas day. Um, And that's UCF versus Florida. Now I'm going to, to actually get like a little bit serious about this because I think it's important. This game is happening in, in Tampa, uh, Raymond James stadium. Florida very famously avoids playing the non-Miami Florida State schools in the state of Florida. Um, they hate doing it. UCF has claimed a national title more recently than the University of Florida. Um, has,
1: won, has won a national title more recently.
3: Has won a national title more recently than the University of Florida. Um, UCF though, in, in the upset of upsets, became so intolerable as a fan base online that I now want Florida to win this game. Oh, and like, man. like, like I, I, I have a soft spot for the, uh, for the underdogs, for the teams that are, you know, want to claw their way up because I support a team that's not, you know, doesn't always get the most respect, um, you know, but UCF really turned it on its head. It's like, you took me from uh, really wanting you to succeed to being like, no, you all suck. Although UCF does have my favorite secondary mascot. Um, the UCF uh, brand shifted at some point to the Golden Knights, but before they were the UCF Golden Knights, they were the UCF Citronauts. And it's like a, it's like a, the, uh, the Acid Fairy in Flintstones, uh, the, the alien who only shows up to Fred. Uh,
1: God, what's his name? Kazoo.
3: Yeah, Kazoo. Uh, so basically it's Kazoo. <laughs> um like with like the little helmet but for some reason his hands are out because vacuums don't work like that um and so because of that despite the fact that I dislike UCF as a fan base uh, and despite the fact that I want everything Scott Frost touches to turn to that um I I am going to take UCF here because Florida just fired their coach and I doubt that the interim is going to allow Anthony Richardson to cook um so UCF plus seven and a half uh I'm good with that. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you take us through the most, mem- like the most let's remember some guys team I can think of, uh, which is Hawaii. And they're playing Memphis, which has a player currently on their basketball team who we don't talk about. And certainly we don't um, talk about all the time and hope that he fails in whatever way he does. <laughs>
2: you no, know, I, I think the, the, most, the most memorable uh, uh, Hawaii Rainbow Warrior is, is probably worth uh, commemorating. Silence is, is Cole Brennan, who, who passed earlier this year. Um, you know, there's also Timmy Chang. Oh man, Timmy Chang. Um, yeah, uh, if, we're, if we're thinking about um, uh, uh, lions, of course, um, who can forget Jalani? Um, <laughs> all <laughs> sorts of, fun. yeah. No, uh, I mean the, the Hawaii uh, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors are. Um. Are are yeah a great remembering some guys. Always thought it was nice that um uh, they decided to let them play in the Hawaii Bowl. Uh, it was the least they could do, and then I know they had to pull some strings to make it to make it happen. But um, I I think we're all all glad that they did.
3: Uh, I, I do feel the need to bring up uh right now the very, very brief and stupid rivalry between John L. Smith and the University of Hawaii that resulted in two mid-game brawls. Yeah. <laughs> uh which was super weird. Uh but uh regardless, uh yeah. So Jonathan, are you taking Hawaii plus six and a half or are you taking um, Memphis, who we hate in all regards?
2: Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm taking Hawaii at the point, so I mean the school that built Jason Elam and Kilo Bonwell happened. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Throw Matt McBriar in there. Not just reading off of Wikipedia, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so the last game that we're going to uh the last game that we're going to talk about is the christmas day game uh christmas day is usually reserved for basketball in my home um well basketball and mel brooks movies um because amc usually uh runs a mel brooks marathon because they understand who's watching television on christmas day and it's people who enjoy mel brooks um jews
1: Yeah, maybe follow for some J-O-O-S's.
3: Yes, but (laughs) but before I watch Young Frankenstein for the third time that day, uh, Greg, why don't you walk us through Georgia State versus Ball State? Uh,
1: Ball State, uh, famously the alma mater of Nate Davis, who could allegedly throw a ball from his knees 80 yards, um, did not translate very well to the NFL. And also the alma mater of one Mr. Brady Hoke, who is hopefully the uh, future coach hopefully. of the Oregon Ducks? Hope, hopefully, that is such a hokey, no. that is such a hokey <laughs> joke. But I can't even take you seriously. I have no idea who's gone to Georgia State. Uh, I tell you, it's like outside of Atlanta. I also don't know what the Crampton Bowl is. So, like this, is, I'm just
3: checking out all over the place here.
1: Wait. Fuck this! Watch the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, the Georgia State Panthers uh, have produced um, a number of notable alumni that I'm looking up as we speak.
1: <laughs> I think that Georgia State actually has sent like a, a decent number of like depth guys to the NFL, but emphasis on depth. Like you're not going to know any of their names. You're just like, oh yeah, that guy was there for eight years.
3: Um, the uh, probably the most notable uh, Georgia State alum.
0: Is Will Lutz? They love uh, Will Lutz in New Orleans. Yep. If you ever go there, there's there's Will Lutz uh, merchandise available for purchase.
3: Uh, actually, hold on. I, I'm actually I'm actually wrong. Um, according to ProFootballReference.com, the most valuable uh, alumni of Georgia State is Albert Wilson. Um, Legend who you'll remember from such, uh, events as, uh, honestly losing me a fantasy week once, because I thought that he was going to be useful and he wasn't. (laughs) Um, although this year he's been playing. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Anyways. So that brings us to Christmas. We will, uh, we will circle back with the rest of the bulls or not. We'll see what happens. We're, 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 we're trying our best out here. Um, but, uh, b- before we, uh, before we, we sort of circle back, I, I, I do want to ask you guys a question about, um, one of these earlier games, um, in which we, you know, I want to remember some guys specifically, um, do you guys remember, uh, that UCF had, uh, Mackenzie Milton? Do you, do you remember Mackenzie Milton? Yes. Yeah. Whatever happened to Mackenzie Milton? Because I think he went to Florida State and then didn't play.
1: He tore the shit of his knee.
3: Yeah, but then he left and, and transferred somewhere.
2: We are not... Currently- Last thing I saw was he, um, he was doing like NFT things with Derek King right when NIL came out.
3: I think that that answers the question. <laughs>
2: Still I, uh, he did play in a game this year.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, he played in the
2: Florida State Notre Dame game, actually. Um, and played relatively well, um, but I, I don't think he played the game after that.
3: So, NFTs. Oh, NFTs. <laughs> Special thank you to our guests, Jonathan and Nick. Um, you can find uh, Jonathan on the internet's uh, at jontrification. Um, he doesn't really tweet. So following that account would be sort of a useless endeavor, but, uh, that's where you can find him. It's mostly public policy. If you, if you have a really deep desire to understand what's going on in Statesboro, Georgia, um, follow that account. Uh, you can find Nick at electric snuff. Um, he is our, uh, our here for all of the jokes, uh, and, uh, he he goes by slap Nick prospect i don't know why but it's funny and it makes me laugh uh you can find uh stumpy at mr mojo rising 89 for all of your worst takes please make sure to tag him it's his birthday today so say happy birthday three days late uh when this drops uh and you can find all of us uh at tls underscore n underscore tds it's usually me uh we're tweeting about football football um occasionally public policy in Statesboro, Georgia, apparently, uh, and whatever else comes up. Uh, also we occasionally have, uh, thoughts about the port of Baltimore as you learned today. Um, we are, will we're not on Instagram. We're going to get that, uh, up and running shortly. Um, we'll, we'll get that going for you. Uh, I've just been given word that Mackenzie Milton had a touchdown to interception ratio in 2021 of three to six, which answers that question. Um, Special thank you to our sponsors, the Smith Workforce Management Group, uh, as well as whoever Blue Wire decided to put into our episode today. Uh, And a special thank you to you, the listener. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, um, tell the people in the town that you live in if you're going to watch a high school football game at a soccer stadium uh, in Frisco, Texas. Um, But we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you, dear listeners. So thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.